Geek Shock. As fearless in death as he was in life. Next, the Nord and the Rags. There it is again. Did you hear that? I said, next prisoner. To the block prisoner. Nice and easy. What in oblivion is that? Sentries, what do you see? I lived in the back of the bus when we went on field trips, nerd field trips. I was always in the back of the bus, having a good time listening to my rap music. Yeah, it was that. I, but I had, you know, I still have my ridiculous choices in, in music. I, I had right next to my original Gangster Ice T album and my Body Count album was my Disney Afternoon soundtrack <laughs> and my Dances with Wolves soundtrack. Wow! <laughs> oh my God! So, there you sounds, go. There sounds you like go. a nerd lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. And the best of best. Yeah, ridiculous. Fear of a Paul planet. You should. You should be afraid. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shack number 127. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlorg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. And we're here to talk Week in Geek. But gentlemen, before we go into uh, Week in Geek, Barry, not going to be with us too much longer, are you? No. no. You are moving to Houston. Yeah. Planet Houston. I made you a little something. Oh, God. In my bathroom. No. Is it a duty? <laughs> did you make me a duty? He did black. his duty. <laughs> it's not hard if... if uh, oh! If, uh, oh! It's the guy from Zelda. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap, dude. I told you last week about how I was doing the Perler bead thing. I made him a bunch of coasters with the yeah, little really? pixel art coasters. Did dude, these are awesome. I don't know if I want to use these as coasters or put them on the wall. You want to use them as coasters. <laughs> okay, I'll use them as <laughs> They're plastic. Either way, they're not going to get damaged or anything. They'll be fine. This is, these are awesome. Where'd you get, like, patterns for these? Or no, you, you just look up what the pixel looks like, you zoom it up, and then you just make Put it out of beads, beads in man. There. Wow. Iron them up, and you got a coaster. This is cool. It's Did fun. he show you the Super other ones fun. he's done? Uh, not yet. Well. They're kind of inexpensive. Yeah, when it comes down to it, you can get, like, a big... Tub of like 10, 11,000 beads Galaga. for like 10 bucks. Yeah, cool. the only cost is separate dignity. What's you have to know, they're not pre separated. You have to separate yourself. Boo but, balls! Right. But you can buy them individually packaged too. That'll save you some More time. More expensive. But, but yeah, they're about three bucks a pack for about a thousand though. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah, but, uh, you, so, should, you should watch him, Paul. He like sits there, takes a little handful out of his little his giant How do you jar, them? and he's putting them in Iron. his little fishing tackle oh, boxes. Right. The the right. separating. But you know what? When I'm watching TV, I'm not doing anything anyway. And yeah. It's not like it takes brain power to nope. separate beats. You could sell so, these on Etsy. Oh, people do sell those on For Etsy. A million there's, billion. There's a crazy a million billion. No, because there are so many people doing it on Etsy that it the yeah, it's really. dro- driven the market way down. I made something for these you too, Barry. Cool in the bathroom. <laughs> oh shit! I'm going to Houston. Oh god! <laughs> I'll never come back. I bet you my neighbors will be nice people. <laughs> I'm going to Houston. How do you figure? Oh, no. I'll never come back. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I'm going to Houston. Oh, Houston. <laughs> Wow. That's an end joke that will never get out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no, I think shit. people understand it. Yeah, yeah that's a real puzzle right, wrapped now, in an enigma, that one. <laughs> now you can't do anything else for the rest of the show, because you, it, you can only go down from there. Well, we'll see. <laughs> oh. Well, we've also got... <laughs> oh, no. It's a train. Uh, let's get on... Let's, first, let's get on the geek news train. God. You're right. That's so much Epic better than music. Fail. Music. <laughs> you fail. <laughs> or what? What is it you always say, Barry? It sounds you like fail a damaged clown. <laughs> Hi, kids. Squeeze my nose. Ow! Oh, I've got cancer in my fake nose. Oh, that's my can- my cancerous clown nose. Oh, it doesn't work right. So, 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 how come he's allowed to bring noisemakers on the show? And I'm not? <laughs> I have much better noisemakers. Because he doesn't ask for permission. I would, I would, I would say, that's I would right. say it's timing, but that's not right either. I don't ask for permission either. I'm just told don't. Oh, well. Yeah, that'd be best. Yeah. Well, you know what? I will say, ones that take physical exertion to make noise instead of pushing a button, I have a little more leniency too. Please. There you go. It's bring exertion, a tube, all right? <laughs> tuba, tuba, tuba. <laughs> yes, you bring a tuba, we'll talk. I'll fart out some more music later on. <laughs> get get your cello out. We'll we'll go for it. I don't have a cello. No. There's always room for cello. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is my sad trombone. Would it be perfect right here? I have it. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. Here's yeah. a sad trombone. <laughs> oh shit! Uh. Oh my nose! I must have cancer of the clown nose. Oh jeez! It was fine just yesterday. I don't get it, kid. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm sorry, baby. This never happens to me. Usually, I'm a honking machine. <laughs> shit! This nose. Oh, I shouldn't have bought a black market nose. All right, before we go into what we did this week. Has anybody seen the Randy Macho Man Savage mod <laughs> yes. for Skyrim? Yes. No. <laughs> that made my day. Oh my god! It Why is, it is joy it? on a button. <laughs> it's, it basically what somebody did. It's a mod you can download for the PC version of Skyrim. <laughs> it replaces the dragons with a stretched out dragon looking Randy Macho Man Savage with a full Randy Macho Man head, oh, and no. replaces the dragon roars with. Oh stuff, yeah, stuff that, Randyisms. Yeah, like when like that far off roar. The first one you hear is like, "Oh, you could feel the Macho Man coming." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Step into a Slim Jim. I laughed my. Oh ass yeah, off. and he sticks his head to the windows and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then it just. <laughs> he's breathing. He still breathes fire. Yeah, whenever he breathes fire, his mouth opens real wide. But whenever he breathes fire instead of a roar, it goes, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. It and looks it looks creepy weird, too. Oh, yeah. It looks absolutely horrendous, but at the same time, it's like magical. A, yeah, it's it's really it disturbing. It's malformed, to look at yeah. It's because it's creepy. not like you have wings. He has these long, thin, spindly arms and an <laughs> uber elongated neck. It is mutant. <laughs> Man, Mutant sounds like macho something man. you would create in a character. Creator. It looks like if Plastic Man yeah. tried to be Macho Man. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. have the same glasses. They do have the same glasses. Randy Plastic. So man do I. <laughs> macho Man, Plastic but, but Man, Jeff, and the famous Paul. A long time ago, when you asked why I would buy Skyrim on the PC and the Xbox, that's, that's why. why. That is okay. why. <clears throat> I got you. There's, there's also I saw a really funny uh, Doctor Zoidberg mod. Have you seen that one? No. <laughs> no. It turns all the crabs into Zoidbergs. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh and, it plays, and it plays this little uh, Futurama tweaked uh, uh, theme song oh, in the background. Great. And they all come out and they're like, oh, 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 It's very, very funny. Very, very oh, funny. Bless you, Skyrim mod community. Yep. Oh, What'd you do, Geeky, this week, guys? CES today. Pretty geeky. Pretty geeky, yeah. Any, anything worth seeing? Uh, there's a lot of neat things there. Um, there's not like one particular thing that stands out right now in my head, just because there was a lot of stuff that I saw there in the three so hour overload of good stuff. So you can't hours. remember what what was. Well, good. God, I just like there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, I mean, I got to finally see the uh, the Canon EOS One DX, which is the their new uh, digital S the DSLR. That, and uh, that's one that I've been oh, looking at for a while. That's um, a bunch of letters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Basically, laser, fucking laser gun. Digi- digital, it's, a, it's a digital still camera that also does 1080p video, and it's got a full frame sensor on it. So anyway. Snortown, impress me. Laser guns. Uh, okay. It costs six grand for just the body. That, that's no lenses. That's not impressive. That's just stupid. <laughs> God, because you know what? I don't think anything. <laughs> honestly, Barry, nothing I could say about the camera would impress you, because you're just not that. Kind How of big are the TVs? If you're a if you're a photographer, oh, they're crazy. There's a Samsung had a super organic LED TV that had uh, some pretty impressive color Wait uh, depth. What does that mean, super organic? After like, a year, it's alive. It. That's what they were calling it. I Is don't... it biodegrade? What, yeah. It walks away after you after you install it. I mean, you know. <laughs> made of leaves. Thanks for paying $5,000. I'm out of here. AMOLED screen. Well, picture that, only 1080p and like 55 inches. Okay. So, I mean, it's it was an impressive looking TV. I mean, the, the color depth and the, and the true blacks were unmatched. So, I mean... Uh, Samsung had theirs. Um, I believe Sony and Panasonic also had an uh, an OLED. Anybody ta- TV. anybody telling the I have the biggest TV now? Um, trying to remember. I passed by. Somebody said world's largest 3D TV, and it was only 92 inches. But ah, only you know, pussies. Well, please. You're talking about like Waste my there's time. 108 inch plasmas, there's 150 inch plasmas. All Are they for sale in Best Buy? So, anyway. You know what would be a fun thing to do for a company is to set up world's largest TV and to just pay some highfalutin actors to stand d- d- inside d- d- of a stage that they build. They do that <laughs> anyway. Box, yeah. yeah, but I mean, just make, make them, pay them to stand there all day like they're doing a show. They do that anyway. <laughs> but like, but then pretend it's a TV. Again, they do that anyway. <laughs> but, but all day. A giant remote control. Yeah, and, and the channel it, changes. And, and the, the thing will close and open up. Something that doesn't yeah. end in a pitch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so no <laughs> real impressive devices? Nothing new? I talked to some Sony guys today, and they said they were doing a lot of... Uh, Dealing with a lot of like streaming and and cloud storage and stuff like that. Yeah, Did you see a lot of that? it's uh, there was a lot of content providing technology that was being highlighted as far as like wireless. Did you just ask if you saw a lot of cloud storage? <laughs> Is that what you seriously just asked? You can't see the cloud, man. The clouds everywhere. I guess. If you want to take my question literally, then yes, that's what I said. <laughs> yes, Michael, we want to take your question literally. Did you see the clouds? In years past, CES was about, (laughs) here's the new, cool, awesome-looking thing. Here's the new, crazy device. That's what I give a shit about. Was there any of that? 
Uh, I'm sure there was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff Gunzer, is the cover reporter. Isn't there? <laughs> Jeff was there for the camera. Isn't there? <laughs> there was. Oh my Christ! Save me here. Were there strippers at least at the details system? at eleven? No. no booth babes. Oh, dude, the booth babe quotient has been dropping dramatically for like the last six years. Well, the ABN is actually in. It's next week at it's, the Hard Rock uh, Hotel. It's at the Hard Rock. Yeah, in a whole different week. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, and then that's there's like some the adult yep. con that's this week at uh, like Riviera. the Mirage. It's at the Riviera. Oh, is it the Riviera? For people who don't Sorry, know, the Hard the Rock is um, the Hard Rock is full of. 20, 30-year-olds who are, you know, pretty much down to party. But it's a smaller casino. You put something like AVN in there, and it's going to be crowded. Really crowded. You're not going to be able to move. It's literally going to be assholes to elbows. Assholes to elbows. Especially in the assholes to elbows video section. (laughs) It's going to be really crowded in there. It's a niche market. In a good porn way. (laughs) Assholes up to elbows. Yuck. Ow. If you've gone that far, just make it asshole to shoulder. Oh. What? Anybody else want to throw in before we go into news? And then it becomes a living puppet. With the assholes and shoulders. Assholes and shoulders. Shoulders. It's going to be assholes and shoulders in there, literally. <laughs> and every week, every January this time in uh, Las Vegas, it's Buck Angel Remembrance Week. He didn't die, but one day he will. <laughs> so it's better to enjoy him in his existence now. That's true. We haven't mentioned Buck in a long time. Buck Angel, everybody. Buck Wee! Angel. The man with the pussy. That's correct. <laughs> Uh-oh! Here comes the porn train! Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody get on board! Assholes to elbows! <laughs> Pulling out of the station! Pull it out! I'm gonna see guys like you sitting on a porch playing checkers over a cracker barrel. Talking porn? Talking porn <laughs> with the harmonicas. That's what the South is, my friend. <laughs> There's a bunch of old dudes sitting around playing checkers talking about the latest Jenna Jameson flick. Am I moving to the South? Is that what Texas is? Is it the South? Yeah, officially. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, south, man. man. It's, so, it's so South that it uh, threatens to secede every now and then. Yeah. Talk about culture shock. Yeah. Boy, Jeez, he's, he's gonna come back a re- gray-haired old man. <laughs> and it's I be, am a gray-haired old man. It's gonna be just one year, one year, and he's, he's just gonna, gonna have be... an accent and a brand. <laughs> and y'all just don't know what it's like down, down there. <laughs> now, Barry, you got to get yourself a belt with your name right on the back, <clears throat> so the cowboys can give you some appreciation when they cornhole you. Call me by my first name. <laughs> Well, I was reading your belt, and it said Barry, so that's what I'm doing with my wiener. <laughs> to the shoulder. To the shoulder. I'll come back with a brand on my arm that says Property of Roy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. He's going yeah. to wear you on a keychain. <laughs> this big old Bubba is- trucker. Just Barry's ponytail hanging from his cowboy hat. <laughs> Got you on a little keychain. Right next to the truck nuts. He comes back uh, to visit. Hey, Barry, what happened to you? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But you I, said you were never going to cut. I don't want to talk about it. Owned by a trucker. <laughs> what? A trucker owns me. <laughs> All right. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, news you don't give a shit about Lily Collins. Who? 
who scored her first major lead role in playing Snow White in uh, Relativity's upcoming fairy tale fantasy Mirror Mirror, is in early talks to uh, topline the remake of 1981's Evil Dead. Uh, the Evil Dead remake aims to make take the property back to its serious and bloody <laughs> horror roots, bypassing the comedic elements that became more prevalent in the sequel as the sequels went along. The story is a cabin in the woods horror movie in which tw- five twenty-something friends hold up in a remote cabin, discover a book of the dead. They find an archaeolo- archaeologist taped translation of the text and its incantations, replay them, and unwittingly summon dormant demons that possess them. Collins, the daughter of rocker Phil Collins had a bit part in last year's vampire movie Priest and appeared opposite Taylor Lautner in Abduction, but she gained Hollywood's attention when she was cast as Snow White's opposite uh, Julia Roberts' evil queen in Mirror Mirror. Uh, She will be playing basically the Ash character. Interesting. Curious. Ash is a woman? Ashley. Yeah, basically. Is Bruce Campbell going to be in it? A little cameo, maybe? Uh, That's... Not likely at this point. Well... I hear yes, then I hear no, and then I hear yes. So nah, who knows at this point? Because didn't he tweet something like it's not likely he'll be part of it? It's still funny. I mean, those movies are funny. But that's, that's are, what they're saying. This one isn't. They're saying but, they're going to make it not funny. Oh. A horror movie isn't a little bit funny. Yeah. There's a, there are very few that aren't a little bit funny. But the Evil Dead movies were meant <laughs> to be on your funny. grave. Yeah. yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> but that's so old. I'm, I'm sad. Left. I'm sad they don't make yeah. it funny. And not a whole lot, though, that aren't a little bit funny. Because after a while, after you watch a bunch of them. Well, I'll tell you what, no, Paul. Why don't you and I go to the theater. Ridiculous and funny is two different things. Right? When True, Evil Dead right. comes out, and we will laugh inappropriately. <laughs> it's Someone's a date. at the door. It's the killer. Only <laughs> <laughs> Cow Show brings you inappropriate laughter theater. With famous Paul and Dr. Vlard. Just follow me around. Back and to the left. <laughs> I just got next done, week Schindler's List. I just got done watching uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and I was laughing at the end of that movie. It's not supposed to be funny, but it's just, <laughs> just not very good. It was, you know. Did you see it? Yeah, I I was not happy. Yeah, no. All the phrases that it gets, it's it's just too slow. It's oh not man, worth, slow not burn is not. It's the yeah. new definition of slow burn movie. It's yeah. so slow, slow, so plotting, and it's not terribly interesting. It's yeah. confusing, and it doesn't even have to be. And there's no there's no payoff. None. There's no payoff. no payoff. Don't care about the characters. Don't care about any of the stuff that's going on. Wow. Don't care. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. I'm and glad it had, I had like, no I mean, Gary Oldman leading like a really great cast. It just oh, it could have been great. So you'll sure. sit but, through yeah. that turkey, and you won't sit through pirates. Tinker Taylor promised you. A good payoff throughout the whole thing. You're like, okay, if I just sit through this, a yeah, little bit but more, there's pirates had a great big it, promise. Pirates, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> right in the title. But that pretty much it pretty much killed you <laughs> off it, it, early on. I was there with my wife and my father-in-law, so I couldn't just get up and leave like I could. Pirates, would you have left? Uh, several people did. Several wow. people did leave the the, the the screening that I was at, uh, and. Uh, if I could reconsider it, yeah. Knowing what I know now, yeah, I would have. <laughs> you didn't jump up and go, this is bullshit. No. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I didn't do that at the Pirates either. I was just like. Totally I, unbelievable I, the Pirates. I whispered and I, was, I whispered. No, I, I, you, I got, you, were like, you didn't shout it, but you were like, this is bullshit. It was Get terrible. It. I'm out of here. This is the fucking worst movie ever. Pirates 3 was <laughs> Have so a drink, everyone. Shit. 
been a long time since I talked about pirates. <laughs> no, since you said other. worst movie ever, pirates three was the worst movie ever. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is not the worst movie ever. You could do worse, but it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Your grandpa will enjoy it. Yeah, kind kinda, but even he will be like, well, that was something. <laughs> Seriously, I mean that, that's it. It's yeah. it's that just it's, it's really there's nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing happens. Mm. But you do get to see the first on time uh interaction of two major Star Trek villains. Yes, that's true. And mm. is it satisfying? They fight. They fight. That's Who? satisfying. Uh Tom Hardy and the just announced uh Benedict, Benedict Cumber- Cumberbatch, yeah, Cumberbatch. Yes. Yeah. which I'm so excited. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, and he's good in this, too. <clears throat> Tom Hardy, who is good in every other film but Nemesis. Man, he was good in Nemesis. He was good in Nemesis. Uh, it was Nemesis, Nemesis that was a no. good piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it was his fault, uh, but that was a very poorly written character in Nemesis. Yeah, but he, was, he, he rocked it. Yeah, I thought so, too. Like I said, I don't blame him for the shortcomings of that character. Yeah, but it was not a good character. No, it was not a good villain. It was a good movie. That's true. <laughs> we just watched the uh, the Red Letter Media thing on Nemesis the other day. Yeah, it was spot on. Dude, every, everything through. he does is yeah, spot on. Awesome. Hilarious. Is that a new yeah. one? No, um, no, no. It's, it's I must been have out seen for that. a little while. I Crystal Skull is the new one. I remember watching the the uh, the one on. Generations, yeah. or which, yeah, no, Ge- we well, did them all. Generations all is the one. No, Star not Generations. Trek Nemesis is the worst movie Insurrection. since Insurrection. Star, Star Trek, Trek Generations. Insurrection, yeah. Is yeah. Insurrection, yeah, Insurrection is so shit. I think Insurrection is worse than Nemesis. Oh, I, I no. agree. I agree. Insurrection with the stretchy Baku. You know, I've never break. seen Inter- Insurrection. It's the only one I haven't seen. What? what? Insurrection. Oh, stop acting surprised. <laughs> Well it's a it's a redoing of an episode. Yeah, it's a it's a two part episode on the big screen. We give you shit all the time for not seeing like really popular geek stuff. Good or bad, you haven't seen have you seen Highlander two? No. No? Okay, well that one you can I, I, I've you seen pass. both that one and the Renegade. How can there be a Highlander two? There can be only one. Oh <laughs> that was kind of the point of the everybody was like, What? Yeah, oh, what's dude, going on? You don't if you haven't seen the original Highlander 2, oh man. That is the original Highlander film. 2 is what got me here in the first place. How could Did that you be? Did that video? No. I killed the projectionist. That seems justified. That's what I thought, but now I'm a robot in jail. <sighs> the next one is kind of good news. <laughs> Even though it's in the news don't give a shit about section, <clears throat> Warner Brothers is pushing the pause button on Akira. Mm. Good. Uh, yeah, the project, which has been through several incarnations, being shut down in face of casting and budgetary issues. The production offices in Vancouver are being closed, with below-the-line talent and crew told to stop working. Everybody is being sent home, according to an insider. Uh, producers will hunker down with director uh, Jamie Collet-Sierra for the next two weeks to iron out the script. It's unclear if Harry Potter scribe uh, Steve Cloves, who did a pricey rewrite on the project a year ago, will be brought in to help out. If the issues cannot be resolved, the project could end up being shelved entirely. Uh, Colette Sierra has already halved the budget from the incarnation that Albert Hughes was going to direct. He is now working on a budget in the $90 million range, uh, but with only Garrett Hedlund uh, setting to star and Kristen Stewart and Ken Watanabe 
Helena Bottom Carter in various stages of deal-making, the studio feels the price tag is still too high for a sci-fi project with that level of star wattage. Did you say Kristen Stewart? Yeah, I did say Kristen oh, Stewart. Oh, fuck that. Shelved yeah. that project. The goal, I say insiders, is to bring the budget down between 60 and 70 million for the picture. What the? Bring it down. Why? 260 or 70 million? Yeah. Why? You never. Not for that film. What? The original Akira was a masterpiece. A masterpiece. And there's no way they could do that on a low budget. It's just simply not possible. Especially in live action. Yeah, especially live action. And you're going to put Kristen Stewart up against (laughs) these people? You're going to put Kristen Stewart in a sci-fi movie. How about you jump on the internet and see what people think of her? Why do people keep casting her in movies? Uh, Because she's she's in one of the highest grossing movies of all time, and that's it. She's not a good actress. No, that's all you need. All you fact, need. Some some news uh, website I was looking at the other pot. day was making a big deal about that <laughs> like, she's going to do her first nude scene this year. And it's like, who fucking cares? I can't wait not to see that. Yeah, she exactly. would do that for a dime bag. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like some actresses, you're like, ooh, I can't wait to see her nude. Her, I'm just like, yeah, no. Not really. What kills Crit- me is, is like this is one of the few times Hollywood would even consider spending sixty or seventy million on a movie with Ken Watanabe in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> Kristen Stewart's acting. Career? I just she's what's terrible. What's mouthful? I just thought. <laughs> Can I that be your confused. nickname? Sure. <laughs> I was confused. He's always got something in his mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> mouthful. Or someone. I was just yeah. thinking. Uh, I was confusing Kristen Stewart and uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. Equally bad. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I know. But that's what that's same. what I was confused. Now that's I a two-some movie I watched. That's that's that's, an, that's, an, that's not that's an understandable. Black Swan Two is that what you're saying? They're yeah. very much the same actress. I was thinking Bridesmaids too, but then uh, dead uh, behind the eyes can't act. Yada yada yada. Kristen Stewart spoke so much chronic. She thinks she's a good actress. It's really bad. She loves the blunt. She's oh, she's always high. Look at her. She, do you ever see her with her eyes open? No, not yet. I think they have to use <laughs> toothpicks and CG them out. Did Biggs ever tell you about when he saw the the panel, the the, yeah. the Snow White panel? Where they, where they were all nice and animated and fun, and she was just and she's just like, oh, mm, yeah, yeah uh, whatever, yeah. Too school, I'm too, too cool, cool for school, school. Yeah. yeah. And then he says, of course, you know, complete 180. Charlie's throne is up there, and she's having fun, and she's Charlie's throne is laughing. cool. Did she literally say, "I'm too cool for school"? Probably. No, because that would be awesome. No. <laughs> then I'd be. Then she would be. Yeah, I'm too cool for school. No, she was just Sorry. acting that way. And that, was, that well, I don't know we if acting that. would be. Yeah, that's the right not, word to use with her. I got you. Poor thing. <laughs> poor slob. <laughs> poor poor multimillionaire. Hey man, money's not the answer. <laughs> yes it is I know it is totally is totally is send your dollars to the ugly couch show send your dollars to the famous Paul oh I see that's right and finally news you don't give a shit about George Lucas has managed to discover another exciting way to shield the Star Wars brand by allowing the French fast food chain Quick to create the Jedi Dark and Dark Vader burgers Saw it. Love it. The bun is black. This is all we know about him. The Vader burger has a black bun. Love it. The dark burger has a reddish bun. And the Jedi burger has some gross green shit on it. (laughs) That might be marshmallows or avocado pieces and mayonnaise or something. That's all we know. Avocado and mayonnaise. (laughs) 
<laughs> dark, I guess, is how they say Darth Vader over there, and they say Dark Vador. It's it's a translation yeah. thing. Well, I was. It's a it's a bun that looks like it has the plague. Yeah. I still want to own it. I don't know. Own it. Put it behind glass. Like it's gonna it in, rot. In, 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 well, like, like no, vacuum it. No, that's what they said about the yeah, chairman. Super but, size me. They he he had them under glass and they stayed put for weeks on end. Hey really? guys, yeah. hey yeah. guys. A cleaning lady ruined the. You could plasticize the it, thing, just, and he know. couldn't. But yeah, he had it under glass and it it actually hung out for a while. What was so, it plastic coat where it, like it'll take yeah, organic it and turns? It's the same thing they use to do the bodies at. Oh, embodies bodies. the exhibition. Okay. Yeah, look at yeah, those that. Yeah, that polymer, the moisture. I wonder if we could do that replacement. <laughs> so, so the burgers. I'm just trying to prevent Paul from going into whatever crappy <laughs> joke this is by going to a really detailed Guys, explanation the of burgers, how the process works. The burgers are really messy. Oh, so you have to use the forks. Oh. <laughs> and that ends. Dude, don't give a shit. Can you imagine using oh. the forks? Use the Forks. If That's Paul the problem with Paul. He he's a own. patient hunter. He will wait hours for his prey. <laughs> you can never strikes. stop talking, Torgo. You have to just power through it. Don't give him an inch. You will never find a more wretched hive of cheese and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Weekend Geek. Uh, uh. Really? That's what got you? You got yourself today? That's what get it? Oh, he gets himself every time. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy crap, you're turning red. Now face the power of this fully cooked and operational flame broiled whopper. Not a whopper. You know what? All night. That's what you're getting. <laughs> uh. No. <laughs> if you'd have said fully operational flame broiler, you oh, might have sure. been on to something. That would have been closer. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm revving up the engine. <laughs> Couldn't you have revved it before the show? Just be ready for it, bitches. Room. It's a <laughs> on Sunday, April 1st, Disney XD will launch an all new Marvel Comics dedicated block called Marvel Universe. It will include the new animated series Ultimate Spider-Man and the return of the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. That's a great show. Besides the two animated series, the block will also give viewers exclusive Marvel content, new animated short-form series, and live-action bits. Uh, not unlike Warner Brothers' DC Nation block on Cartoon Network, uh, which got a sneak peek last year during the Green Lantern animated series special. Cool. Cool. Disney's helped the animation, at least, on Marvel stuff. Yeah, that that Avenger World's uh, Mightiest Superheroes is really good. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm it's, still ex- I, I'm still excited to see what they do with the live action stuff. The yeah, DC and everything. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot close of, to on par with the DC stuff of of the or of a couple years ago. Yeah, some of those Marvel direct to DVD were bad. Those were bad. Those I were not very Doctor good. Doctor Strange was like the only Doctor one that Strange I can remember recently that was that was decent. Had a you know. I mean, yep. the animation wasn't great, but the storyline was good enough that you could overlook some of the shortcomings. Yeah, there but, were a couple of stinkers. But, yeah. Oh, the, man. The Avengers, those Avengers ones were kind of weak. Yeah, the Avengers ones were, were weak. Well, you know that live-action Star Wars television show George Lucas has been talking about on and off for a while now? Like ten years. years. Yeah. yeah. It's got a working title now. Star Wars Underworld. 
<laughs> what? There's vampires and, and werewolves? <laughs> hey! this be news we don't give a shit about? Are these tinted blue? Producer Rick McCallum chatted with IGN about the series. Oh, God. Quote, it's underneath what's going on, he said about the series focus. It's the criminals and guys, the gangs, the guys who are running, like, Wall Street, you know, basically running the United States. Unquote. <laughs> I am convinced Rick McCollum is not a living person. I think he's some kind of an animatronic device that Lucas brings out, programs with anything he wants it to say, and then hits go. You moved him too far! This the, uh, is your Lucas father's curly fry. <laughs> a more elegant potato cut for a more civilized age. Okay, that is the worst Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> I have ever heard. <laughs> If the ghost of Alec Guinness were here with us, he would smack you. Face. That's all you're getting all night. <laughs> we're trying to burgerisms. Do That's what yep. we're gonna get all night. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do in one hour the same amount of effects and technology we do in a two-hour film it has to do, and we have to do it every week. But we'll get there, and I hope I live long enough. He said their mark would be to make each episode for five million dollars. What? Shit. Crap, that's... Um, what? Yeah. And about the already filmed episodes being years old by the time they see the light of day, McCallum said, they're timeless because they take place between episode three and episode four. That 20-year period when Luke is growing up. It's not about Luke, but it's about that period when the Empire is trying to take things over. We have 50 of the most unbelievable scripts, he said. Each, uh, each one hour-long episode is bigger than any of the prequels were, and they're complex, they're dark, they're adult... But right now, with the technology, there's no way we can do them. Wait, I don't so think... they film these things? Apparently. Yeah, they, they started and then kind of just <laughs> waiting for the effects to be able to catch up to them. I don't that's think ambitious. Lucas is capable of kinda, doing dark and adult anymore. That's actually kind... That, just conceptually, that actually is kind of cool. Filming something and then... Then waiting you know, until... waiting Because this is one thing I've always wondered about. The incredible uh, sidetrack here. But uh, when David Carradine died... <clears throat> he was actually part of this film thing where they started like in the 70s where it was a real-time aged it was a story that was real-time aged so literally every year or couple of years he and the character actors would get together I forget who was putting it together and they would film scenes appropriate to that age for those characters huh. and they were like this movie was like going on for decades they, they were into doing it still when he died. Mm. I never so, heard of that. That's, yeah, no, it's, that's it's, an amazing concept. It is. It is. It absolutely is. And uh, I have no idea what happened to that when he died. Um, but uh, conceptually, that's a really cool thing. I mean, I mean imagine those it. actors who did all that work and everything, yeah. and then years later... Not to mention the decades of planning that would have to go into that. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, wow. That's yeah. a, that's a that is, story. So That's impressive. But for Lucas doing this, this is that's kind of weird. I mean, God knows they can do it. He when they did the prequels, sure. there's so much of that was on uh, green screen that uh, you can just wait to you know, unless unless the new technology for some reason makes the green screen just not work. It's like oh, all that green, <laughs> this totally fucks up our phlogistonic eliminator. Good illuminator, yeah. So. Well, according to MSNBC, a 21-year-old Iranian man went to a traditional tattoo artist who used a handheld needles to inscribe upon his member in Persian script a phrase which translates to good luck on your journeys. <laughs> the result is a permanent semi-erection. What? 
As erectile dis- have a chub forever. Yes, as erectile dysfunction pill commercials constantly remind us, non-sex related erections lasting longer than four hours are dangerous for penises. The lack of fresh blood flow can starve the spongy tissue of oxygen, destroying them or resulting in impotence. Uh, in uh, <laughs> in rare cases, maybe. In, in non ischematic priapism. <laughs> I had to read that slow. The veins allow blood out the penile tissue, but too much blood is fo- is flowing in via the arteries, and the veins can't keep up. So blood pressure builds. Blood checks in, but it don't check out. <laughs> It isn't as dangerous as a blockage since fresh blood is coming in all the time, but it can be pretty inconvenient. If it doesn't resolve either on its own or with treatment, it can cause damage in some cases. Apparently, the tattooist and his handheld needles punctured too deeply into the man's penis, resulting in uh, fistulas that interrupted the flow of blood in and out. MSNBC says that the man is still able to have sex and has refused further treatment. So the moral of the story is, don't tattoo your junk. <laughs> Not with handheld needles. Don't go deep. No, you I'm just going to say, I'm going to go with don't tattoo your junk, no, period. I, I'm with Jeff on this one. I'm not going to. No, I got my junk tattooed. Yeah. It was a tattoo of even bigger junk. So. And make, and make yeah. sure you put on there, good luck on your journeys. Good luck on your journeys. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was thinking that, like, you know, when, when he's at regular, normal stage, it, it reads like, Good journey, or fuck off, or something. You know, <laughs> well, this person's script. Who knows how that will yeah, exactly. combine? You, you want his wiener to be like one of those folded. Mad Magazine, the fold, yeah. the folding, uh, you fold it together to <laughs> make another foreskin. <laughs> Al Jaffe's foreskin. What? Me go. worry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> me worry about me wiener. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition is coming, and yep. Wizards of the Coast is actually looking for help in creating it. From the announcements, the goals we have set for ourselves are by no means trivial or easy. But involving you in this process, we can build a set of D&D rules that incorporate the wants and desires of D&D gamers around the world. We want to create a flexible game, rich with options for players and DMs to embrace or reject as they see fit. A game that brings D&D fans together rather than serves as one more category to splinter us apart. We have begun obtaining feedback from a limited friends and family playlist uh, consisting of internal employees and their gaming groups, and soon we'll be expanding that group to consist of members from our existing body of playtesters. Then at the D&D Experience Convention in late January, Wizards of the Coast will conduct a special playtest of ideas currently in development. The D&D Experience will be moving to Gen Con in 2013, so as a convention special this year, we'll be offering show attendees first look at the draft of the new set of rules. Hmm. Yeah. Then, beginning sometime in the spring, we will begin open playtesting. Through our website, we will release a growing set of rules, classes, <laughs> monsters, and other materials for your study and feedback. We seek to reach as many people as possible, from the gamer who just started with D&D last week to the gaming group that has been together since the early 1970s. For this process to work, we want to give a voice to all D&D fans and players of all previous editions of the game. Yeah, yeah. get right on that, Barry. I'm cautiously optimistic. Well, they've got it's an interesting approach. They got Mike Merles, who was probably one of the best uh, D20 designers on third edition, Mm -hmm. who was not a part of the original third edition team but came in later. And then Monty Cook, who was one of the original designers and is one of the best third edition designers. Uh, Looks like they're not, it's not like going back to third edition though. The open playtest thing is what uh, Paizo did for Pathfinder. They had a, a year-long open playtest, had uh, user feedback. They did an open beta, 
And it was really a fantastic experiment because they released their beta on PDF. People played it, sent back their feedback. And then when they made the book and the Pathfinder book is a bullet stopper. Yeah, you is. could use that as armor in Afghanistan. <laughs> and that book sold stupendously well to the point where even though no official numbers are released, people are pretty sure Pathfinder 3.x has an equal market share to uh, Wizards of the Coast Dungeons and Dragons 4th edition. It's oh. that popular. Wow. So obviously <laughs> Wizards of the Coast has picked up on that model. And well, they're every, getting every game store I go to where they're running D&D &D stuff, they also have an equal amount of time set aside for Pathfinder. Oh, sure. Well, well the, the Pathfinder Society, uh, they also run their, their same thing. Yeah, and it, I, <clears throat> I myself am just an uh, irrepressible games mechanic tinkerer. My uh, Thursday group, I'm the one who's always bringing in something new, throwing out house rules, fucking around with shit. We've got one game that was started as second edition and converted to third edition when I gave my friend um, a player's handbook for his birthday. And we, we joke that it's the gift that keeps on taking because <laughs> he, 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 that just started the whole thing. Um, but we've had that campaign since the 90s and that one's gone forever. And then we've got other guys who are running third edition. And I'm, I, I bring in fourth edition, I play with the third edition rules, we're playing with other stuff. So I love tinkering with rules. So for me, fifth edition, that's just going to be cool because uh, just a new set of rules and a new approach and everything like that. Yeah. So and it looks like they're going to try to be modular, try to start with a rules-like core and then something that you can build on to your preference. So some of the early, uh, well, let's just call them what they are, bitches and whines and complaints that mm. you saw in the comments of where uh, they posted this, this yeah. first news thing. Um, were, uh, or are, you, are they going to try and make it even simpler than 4th edition? But to, for that, I disagree. I think 4th edition can be very complicated. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they simplified it in some ways, but they, they kind of forced the idea of uh, the miniatures game as well. Yeah, it became yeah. a miniatures game. It was yeah. very much mm -hmm. a miniatures game. I can't stand the way they do... Uh, the you you got to buy a pack, and you might get a random figure that you need, or you might right. not. You know, I just want to buy a set of figures. I want yeah. to have them all. I don't want to screw around. You know. Apparently, it's it's really hard to monetize that. Apparently, then having the set, this is what you get. Uh, model is really, really just a, a bad. It's a hard model for miniatures. The, oh, the collectors sure. like to chase. Yeah, the random booster. As much pack as they bitch about is, it, they like to chase. Yeah, that's 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 where they get their money from. Yeah. So well. I'm anxious for 5th edition. I mean, I like 3.5, don't get me wrong, I do. There's lots of things I like about 3.5. Whether or not it's simpler or not, that's, you know, six one half dozen the other, who knows. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to see if they could make it easier to just get through combat. Because right now, an yeah. encounter takes a long time. Dan, that's one of the things, uh, the guys who, they brought in a bunch of bloggers and uh, even some news people actually when this release was made and uh, Mike Merles uh, ran them through a couple of, of encounters to show them what their base idea for new rules are, are, are looking at and this is just their base structure and people were already like runs fast moves quick and, and it's, uh, it's a lot simpler than what has been before. Well so. what could they possibly do to make it easier for a newbie player who say doesn't know what all their stuff is or what it does there's lots of rules behind each spell or trick that they do with their sword. 
and say, okay, it comes to you, it's your turn, the, the orcs are after you, they're right there, what do you do? Uh, you get that, you know, uh, what can I do? Well, it depends. What can I do is the question in third edition. You didn't pick up fourth edition essentials. I did, and uh, they were. It, it was obvious that they were already starting with some stuff. It looked like fourth light. Yeah, and it kind of was. Maybe it was except, marketed wrong. Except, but the, uh, the, 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 the mechanics were sound and can be put into any 4th edition game. It's not like if you use these characters, you're going to be on the, on the outside of things. And a lot of that was like in the, say, in the Slayer, you had your basic melee attack and everything built on that. Your encounters triggered if you hit and stuff like that. If you hit, this happens. If you do this, this happens. So... It might be that they're going to build off of you do a basic thing and then off of that action you can incorporate this, that, and the other depending on what you want to happen. So like but if I, I have know. some crazy attack that requires three dice and this and the other thing, I just roll to see if I hit first. Right, you roll to see if that. you hit and then if you hit you go, okay, let's throw this in there. We're going to make that this kind of attack or something like that. That sounds interesting. I'd like to try that. And you know, going to Texas, I'm going to have nothing but time on my hands. So go. I'll find a game store and I'll jump in and... Try as it a, with the local dorks there. So. As a side note, folks, um, fourth edition, there is a group movement out there called Fourth Corps. These are guys who uh, actually propose uh, making uh, fourth edition really. They they stay away from the phrase old school, but they 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 make uh, they focus on player challenge instead of character challenge. And what they do is they design incredibly dangerous, deadly dungeons. These are oh. back to the old school design philosophy. Sort of like, okay, uh, you got this portal in front of your blood. What are you going to do? I'm going to walk through the portal. You're dead. Next. And they roll it <laughs> like that. A lot of people decry it as killer DM. But the whole point is actually to be player challenges, puzzles, hints, clues, everything that, uh, that players have to actually look into. Uh, they build tournament-style <laughs> delves where you like have four solid hours to do this delve, and that's how it runs. And it's actually, uh, it's actually an interesting philosophy for fourth edition. And I love the idea personally. I absolutely love that idea. For you, for me, there are certain other players. Oh yeah. That would die. That that you would be sleeping on the couch for the next couple of months. Yes, I understand. You get the idea, yeah. yeah I know. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, as a player, that's really interesting. As a DM, you've always got that one. Or two people in your it's group. It's not one or two people in the group. It's the group dynamic. You could take great seasoned players and put them with assholes. What? <laughs> and then the group just, it just goes astray. They just go off and do other things and they miss all kinds of story and things. So, it, what? what Todd's been doing to that? No. Uh, no. I've been now, a that good would, boy. That happened in, now in Order of the Stick board game. Board games, yeah, Todd's the... Todd. Oh, they should just make a cardboard board that's a big brown anus and call it the Todd game. <laughs> and, you know, Everyone you loses. Just, yeah, you just sit there while Todd throws shit at you. And just, you know, <laughs> blat, blat, flap. We could play that game if you really, really want. <laughs> God, I, no, I'll, I'll vote for that. We play that game, Todd. Every <laughs> Monday. Um... <laughs> It's it get, it can get frustrating if you have the wrong group to play fourth core type of stuff. Oh sure sure yeah no the yeah. Monday group not the group to play that. Yeah. If I did instant death stuff, oh my god, <laughs> I'm running these assholes through the tomb of horrors as would, it is. I would yeah. laugh though. And I mean, you can die. You can. Yeah. I've already died. And yeah. tomb of horrors, tomb of horrors, in reference to fourth core, they were inspired by that, but they have actually <laughs> taken it to levels well beyond. 
And I've listened to a couple. They had they put up a couple actual play sessions, and it's actually it's very cool. It's very. I like it's realistic because wizards should take one arrow and fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, arrow in your head, you're dead. Make a new character. You know, hey, it's dangerous. Well, good luck, Wizards of the Coast on fifth edition. Looking forward to seeing it. I've also uh, signed us up and play. I signed myself up and play test their play test email. So nice, good, good, good. Maybe Maybe we'll see some of that. Yes. Uh, this uh, I just want to throw in because this amused me. This is an actual correction from the New York Times. Okay. An article on Monday about Jack Robinson and Kirsten Linsmith, two college students with Asperger's syndrome who are navigating the pearls, perils of an intimate relationship, misidentified the character from an animated ch- children's show, My Little Pony, that Mrs. Linsmith said she visualized to cheer herself up. It is Twilight Sparkle. The nerdy intellectual, not Fluttershy, the kind animal lover. Wow. Bless them for running that correction. <laughs> Thank goodness. You know. Our lives are better for that correction. I don't know what I'd do without did, that correction. Did you see the comment section on that article? No, I didn't. You run down a little bit and somebody says, I'll second uh, that to the second greatest. And he talks about some Star Trek thing where they were talking about. And the opening line of the correction for this news article was, Oh my God, stop with the emails! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Microsoft has announced that uh, Connect for Windows will be made available starting less than a month away on February 1st. The hardware and software will release in an array of countries, including the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Mexico, New Zealand, and Spain, and a suggested U.S. retail price of $249 for the hardware. Is it going to be unlocked? Can the mod community have a lot more fun with it than yes, they can on the Xbox? Yes, that is exactly it, and it's not only is, yes. it, not only is it unlocked, but the uh, development kit is open source. Oh, yes. Ooh. Want. Finally. And, do uh, want fifth edition this people maybe people are picking up on open sourcing is a good idea oh you know what and then we can play uh D over the pc and i can roll my die by waving my hand and yeah. throw a drink at Toro yeah. by and, waving and, my other hand deb can snatch up her natural one and turn it to a 20 with a wave of her hand Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And a 30-year-old man was arrested in Madison, Wisconsin last week. The arrest came after people nearby complained to police about the gentleman's excessive drinking and drug use. Police found a knife, marijuana, and drug paraphernalia on his person. Given the fact that the cops found a loaded gun in his bag during a previous run-in with the law, the man was taken into custody. His name? Bizow Doodoo Zippity Bop Bop Bop. Of course, Bizow wasn't always (laughs) Bizow. He was born Jeffrey Drew Wilshike and legally changed his name this past October. I like oh Zebow better. Previous uh, statements about his drug use may have something to do with that decision. Your middle name is Doodoo. Yeah. Bizow, Doodoo, Zoppity Bop Bop Bop. What the fuck drugs is he on and where can I get them? Wow. Yeah, blessings to... Well, you know, go big or go home. Yeah. There you go. Right up there with Shithead and Lamangelo. Huh? Doo doo. You never heard young people named yeah, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. Shithead and Lamangelo? Who, what is that? What? Shithead and Limangelo. Oh, God. <laughs> In fact, uh, doesn't, uh, is it IO9 that actually has the, the, the list? Sweden, Scandinavian countries have naming laws. 
where like you can't, you can't name your kids yeah. and it's actually worded you can't name your kids stuff that's going to affect their development and it, ah, it goes all I wish I'd known we were doing this I would have researched it because uh, some of the names that they uh, expressly forbidden are, are can, it's funny can you, can you, do they have that here in America? No, no, I, uh, no. no. You can, you can name your kid Shithead McFuckbag here in, in America? Dude, I'm quoting Pretty you real much. names. These are real children's names. Shithead, Lamangelo, stuff like that. So I and, can't and, wait until, if I ever have a kid, his middle name is going to be Skeletor. That's all there is to it. <laughs> well, I, I, I champion that, actually. That's yeah. awesome. Mid, middle names are, are perfect for that kind of father. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to change my middle names. Back when I had a bunch of them. <laughs> Back when I was considering children, I wanted to name it Nicholas Fury Bristow. There you go. Yeah. See? Perfect. Perfect name. There you yeah, go. but we're never going to have kids. So we no, we're not. So there, that's, no. that end, that's ended that dream. That. No Norrin Rad Sapansky. <laughs> Norrin Rad. <laughs> Norrin Rad. You are awful. Uh, while the con- controversial Norman Stop Online, Online Piracy Act, or SOPA, continues to snake its way through Congress, some citizens are Ooh. attempting to take their concerns to companies which support the legislation. Uh, for instance, the recent boy- uh, boycott of GoDaddy resulted in an about-face for the company. However, the designers of the Boycott SOPA app for Android want to take it a step further. Using the app, shoppers can quickly weed out products from companies which have thrown their support behind SOPA. Yeah. Currently available for free, the app hopes to gain the attention of SOPA supporting companies by going after their wallets. Users simply have to scan the barcode on an item they wish to purchase. The app tells you whether or not the product comes from a SOPA supporter. That's cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Nice. Yeah. Given how long and varied the list of supporters is, the app can take the guesswork out of your boycott. Uh, for those concerned about security, the app's creators report Who's that... Who's doing uh, a boycott by guesswork? That's uh, actually trying to enforce... Hmm, this looks like something someone I don't like made. Boycott! I guess. Hmm, I'm doing the guesswork boycott. Oh, boy. I sure am hungry. Where will I eat? Hmm. Nope, that restaurant is probably bad. Is it Miss Piggy? Boycott. Yes, yes, Kermie. I am boycotting just randomly. That's a pretty good piggy, actually. Yeah, that's decent. I know it is, chump. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can I boycott Paul? Is that possible? You can boycott these nuts. <laughs> but there's a tax. And the tax is spewing your eye. For those concerned about security, (laughs) the app's creators report that the boycott SOPA only needs an internet connection and will not transmit personal information when the app queries its online product database. When it does what? It doesn't. Okay. However, the app does require the installation of ZXing, that's Z-X-I-N-G, an open source barcode reader. Uh, unfortunately, the app is not infallible with only 800 brands and products in its database. However, the creators say they will continue to update the list. So huh. there you go. Free app. Wow. Until Verizon and other Android support platforms find out about that and come out for SOPA, and then they try to crush the app. Exactly. Or it turns out the app was actually made by the SOPA supporters to thwart other SOPA, anti-SOPA stuff. Paul Mattingly, you're a devious, devious man. I know. Beware the cloud! And the penguins. Uh, This is not a good sign. Uh, Sony's PlayStation Vita 
has met with less than expected numbers for both of its weeks on store shelves. And while the uh, Wi-Fi SKU has seen de uh, decent, if not spectacular, sales, the 3G model has been an albatross around the system's neck, weighing down the overall figures for the device. Retailers are already taking the reins, with some outlets discounting the 3G version up to 20%, uh, cutting the price down from approximately $325 to approx uh, down from the uh, $390. Uh, Sony has not released a statement on the matter. That is an expensive thing. It is an expensive thing. That's, that's just it. It's just and, too bad. And we'll see it in the States next month, right? February, end of February? I believe so. Yeah. It's going to be on AT&T, though. Boo. They did have that there <coughs> this, uh, today. I'm uh -huh. soured see? on Sony. Okay. All the stuff thing. that they offer is all proprietary. Yep. Remember the yeah. Sony memory stick? Is that Sure do. Do, do, do things still, still have that? There is. There, there, there's still memory stick required for that damn thing. Oh, things are just... And it's expensive as hell. God, I can't believe they're like still you pushing get, that like, crap. The cheapest models, like thirty bucks or something like that, forty mm -hmm. bucks. Is it big in cheap, Japan? Low gig one. Um, no man, it's not. The doing sales well. have been disappointing in Japan too. Fuck, dude. Why? Well, because I mean, if you, why would you get a Vita when there are so many hacks out there for the um, what was the last thing? What's the last PlayStation? I can't even remember what PSP? it's called. The PSP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do everything with a PSP now. Right. You know what I mean? It's so cracked and busted. As far as like emulation and all kind of things like that, mm -hmm. that's the only system you need. Right? Who's gonna but, go out and buy a new one that's harder to crack? But who the hell needs a system like that? I got a smartphone; it does everything. That's just it. That is exactly yeah, right. everyone has a game system in their pocket now. Well, and that's that's, that's why even what's hurting Nintendo sales. Yep. Right now, the 3DS. What has was the been... rumor I heard about the next Nintendo system having, or is it the next? Uh, yeah, Wii U is gonna have uh, a sexual device. No, no, no. It's gonna have an e-reader. An e-reader. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So you'll be able to read books on the on the Wii U tablet, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're still like a, a year away from releasing that system, and it's going to be out of date big. by the time it hits. Uh, yeah, that control is a tablet a with tablet, uh, knobs on the side. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Too. Okay, you know what? That that can't be because it if you want a reader on that, though, too. if you want a reader on that, even as big as my phone here, okay, and this is what, is, what the hell besides It's bigger that? than that. That's it's like a 5.3 or 5-inch screen. 4.3. Thank you, AV Club. Um. You put knobs and shit on the side of this to control your game. You can't it is get pissed and throw this. It is double the size of that phone. Oh, it's my, more than that, isn't it? Yeah, at least double that. Wow, my Xbox 360 controller. When I lose, I get pissed, and I chuck it. You can't chuck these. You have to be delicate with these. Yeah, things. well, yes. So what? it's going to teach you good behavior. That's right. No, no, it's going to. You need to learn some good behavior. No, no, I don't. These are going to cost a lot of money if you want to get more than the one that comes with your machine, and kids are going to break them all the time. Oh, okay, I see where they're going with this I'm now. sure Nintendo likes Aha! that idea. Aha! Aha! There you go. And you have to spend all that money on another one. Break your toys. Yep. Yeah. I play with my toys. Uh, this past Friday, a shopper at a Best Buy in Rochester, Maryland, noticed a large sign proudly proclaiming that Blizzard's long-awaited Diablo 3 would be launching on February 1st of this year. What? Complete with digital countdown clock, the sign promised a midnight opening to go along with the release. In addition wow. to the signage, the Best Buy website currently lists Diablo 3 as having a February 1st release date. Interestingly, the G4 website also lists February 1st as a release date, while the UK site Gameplay has the release set for February 3rd. While that is intriguing, the Minnesota sign apparently didn't last very long. According to Joystick, the sign has been taken down. They, uh, they quote a, a Best Buy associate by saying that this was done at behest of the general manager because the re release date was, quote, not very firm. 
furthermore, the associate also confirmed that the signage was made in-house and not delivered by Blizzard. <laughs> Why? Blizzard, which ha- is famously shy about release dates and prefers to announce games, quote, when they're done, has remained mum on the subject. The last official word on a release date for Diablo 3 was that the game was expected in the first quarter of 2012. However, Blizzard community manager uh, posted this to his Twitter account regarding the Best Buy update. Retailers will not know a date until it's officially announced through a press release. Unquote. It's also worth noting that Blizzard is currently running a sweepstakes, which rewards entrants with key codes to the Diablo 3 beta. It seems unlikely they would still be running an active beta test with less than 30 days before release. Why would they do that? I don't know. That's silly. Somebody got excited. Um, side note, uh, back to 5e. I forgot yeah. to mention the um, uh, things are starting to fall into place. A few months ago, we had the announcement of Wizards of the Coast sorting out the D&D brand with like video <coughs> games and stuff like that, getting the brand back from Atari. And that now makes a hell of a lot more sense considering the, the specter of 5e. So I would fully sure. expect any D&D uh, game that's going to come out, any video game or anything like that, it will probably be 5e based. That makes sense. Even though there is the uh, there is DDO. It is out now, so apparently. Yeah. yeah so, but that's just a... I, yeah. So, anyway. Back to you, Torgo. Oh, hey. <laughs> Thank you, Commander K. Yeah. And finally, though Blizzard has publicly stated it's it was exploring its options regarding a possible console version of Diablo 3, this version has never officially been confirmed to be in production. However, in response to a question by a user on Twitter, the community manager for Blizzard confirmed that a console version is currently in the works. Hmm. The project is headed by Josh Mascara, uh, previously the creative director for Far Cry 3 and a former design director at Relic Entertainment. Uh, no further information is available at this time, though Blizzard previously indicated that if a console version were ever to be made, the release of the PC version would not be held back to facilitate a simultaneous release. The console people are going to hate the PC people and vice versa. Are they gonna ha- yeah. They're going to hate them for the... Uh, for Witcher 2 alone, because Witcher 2, amazing game, is going to get a horrible censoring cleanup for the Xbox oh, version. Oh, no! What, what do they have to censor? Uh, the Witcher 2 was... A like, lot of naked bodies. Very adult. Yeah, oh, are yeah. they really cleaning it all up? I I, I really don't think that <clears throat> they they would allow the Xbox to, to have basically boobage everywhere. Oh, man. Oh. Damn! Yeah, one game you were playing. Uh, oh, crap. What was the name of that game? Saints Row 3rd is closed. He was watching it's porn closed, on the Xbox. But it's closed, but it's not sexified like this is. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, it, even the opening cut scene, it's like, oh, hi. Sex scene. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Amazing looking game. Great game. Well, I mean, the, play that the game computer. that you played that was based on Dante's <laughs> Inferno that had boobage everywhere. That's true. The Dante's, Dante's Inferno, Inferno game did have uh, had boobage, but it was also that... Uh, that Medusa ghoul style. Boobs. Yeah, ghoul yeah. boobs. Thank you. That's good. Ghoul for that. <laughs> That's You're right. not supposed to be attracted to the ghoul boobs. Nope. <laughs> the ghoulie. Not not possible. Okay, so not attractive <laughs> boobs. I'll have to remember that. The ghoulie boobies. It's like when the deadites come screaming out at you. And mm. It's like, yeah. It's the butterface boobs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But that's all I got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com and watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Yes, we do. And if you send Torgo 100 bucks, he'll make you a coaster with my <laughs> face on it. 
pixelated. A pixelated Basically, it'll just be a bunch of random beads melted. You're right. I version of that. Barry's face. <laughs> Can't put on the like it. <laughs> Dude, we got to make pixelated versions of ourselves and put them on coasters. I, there, I've seen people do some great pixelations. Uh, well, back in the day when I ran a BBS, we used to do ANSI art. Did you now? Yes. That sounds like a great time. It's like this. No, it wasn't. No. It was lame. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like this. Yeah, I want to make a pixelated version of all of us and put them on coasters. That did be your ugly couch show coaster set. There you go. Could be the start coaster, of coaster something. that small, you couldn't identify any of us. <laughs> well, what if we were all characters in Zelda, basically? That's um, a possibility. See? That's a possibility. You'd have to have the, the couch the couch set. You know, Everyone would carry something. <laughs> Kirsten would carry a book. Mike would carry a dildo. Uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. Things appropriate to us. Uh, Barry would be bent over. Yeah. Oh! A cowboy hat lurking behind me. <laughs> what would Jeff be holding? Jeff would be holding... What would Jeff be holding? A camera. All right. And, and, and what would his penis. All right. <laughs> what, what, what would I be holding? A piano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ah, <laughs> so Torgo is keyboard cat. Yes. <laughs> my Torgo. my secret identity has been revealed. Play us out, Torgo cat. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I am Master Torgo. I am Doctor Vlog. The famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Commander K. And we'll Just Michael. Talk to you next week in Geek. Bye, everybody. Bye. I um, love you. Not really. No. <laughs> I thought that was all that in a while. Building up to a pixelated Barry bent over with Torgo behind him and Paul in front of him, high fiving <laughs> over him. <laughs> with the music from the Goonies. They link together. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get your linkable yeah. coasters. <laughs> oh, we're going to be so rich. Oh, wow. You can make them in 3D. Can't you? You can make like a little salt and you can. pixelated you can salt and pepper shaker. <laughs> the, the salt pours through the holes, but yeah, you yeah, can do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Huh? Which holes? <laughs> oh, these are porous, aren't they? Yeah, you, yeah, you can be a little. What if you put a hot drink on this? Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> like what, what, what happens when you put fire on these? to them. I don't want to break it. Yeah, you, you, can, you can put a hot drink on it. I wouldn't recommend putting a, like, as, use them as potholders. Todd, what happens when I, when I shit and pee on these? Uh, <laughs> what, if I, what if I put these in the mouth of, a, of an animal? You throw them out. What? <laughs> 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 like, what kind of a dumb oh, oh, so they're disposable coasters. Those up, Barry. No, Ugly Cow Show face. disposable coasters. <laughs> With our pixelated faces on them, you look at them and like, what is that shit? What is that? <laughs> No, wait, that, that is me. shit. Paul! Paul. <laughs> I got you melted doo-doo. I got you coaster. <laughs> Paul, famous Paul, the poster gremlin. He coaster comes, gremlin. Coaster gremlin walking around, <laughs> pooping on your coasters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst character Be ever. Be careful where you set your drink. There you go. Better have a second think. That <laughs> coaster might have a poop upon it from the poop coaster gremlin. There you go. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Paul. <laughs> with way worse characters than that. Hey, everyone. Thank you, Jeff. I heard you're going to have a... F- 
holiday soiree. Wouldn't want to get any damage on the good wood furniture. Better have plenty of coasters, or as I call them, tiny toilets. (laughs) (laughs) You're the gremlin that eats and shits. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, dude. You you could have like a little racketeering thing, just like a half hour before somebody pops. Party starts. There you are at the door. (laughs) (laughs) I heard there's a great gay party to be had here. Mind if I shit on your coasters? Oh, no, don't do that. I'll do anything to keep you from doing that. There is only one thing that keeps the gremlin away. You have to give me cheese. And... (laughs) There you go. And oh, and oh, don't. Did you put out you the cheese for the cheese. coaster gremlin? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> put out the cheese for the coaster We're gremlin. We're creating a holiday. <laughs> we just got to find a date. Ding dong. I noticed no cheese at your foyer. That means you invite me to shit on your coasters. <laughs> we got to flesh this holiday out a little more, but I'm willing to uh, volunteer uh, the day that I leave for this. <laughs> the only good thing about my coaster shit is once your drink is down, there's no removing it. Uh, well, it was yeah. a great idea while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> this thing doesn't really have legs. <laughs> you think? I think so. <laughs> I think it's any, any holiday involving shitting on a coaster, like that's the whole holiday. <laughs> no, it's preventing it. It's you don't pre- understand it's, the it's meaning of it. it. I don't understand got, the meaning of it. It's like Passover. You're you're preventing your <laughs> That's from right. dying. So you just this one is you're preventing the cheese your... over the door. And so that no they one don't shit on Prevention doesn't get a holiday. They usually get like a week for that, you know? Like, <laughs> There's no... A week long holiday, all right. Prevention week, you what, know? What? Paul's not busy. He can do it. I never Paul's used... bad joke prevention week. <laughs> you know, that ought to be a week. Good luck. I never use coasters. 